Hey guys, Jimmy Wags here, and I want to talk to you about a great new partner we have on Off the Rails. Now, you guys know, obviously, I'm a huge NASCAR fan, and on social media, I always tweet out all the new pictures of all the great new diecasts that I've collected over the course of the years. I love to collect NASCAR diecasts, so when we decided to partner with CircleBDiecast.com, I was too excited. CircleBDiecast.com has all your NASCAR diecast needs with tons of drivers to choose from. You can get standard finishes to pre-ordering race win diecasts of your favorite drivers. CircleBDiecast.com also sells NASCAR drivers, hats, t-shirts, and so much more. So when you place an order with CircleBDiecast.com, use the code SLOPPYYELLOW and you get free shipping on all orders over $20. Once again, that's code SLOPPYYELLOW, S-L-O-P-P-Y-Y-E-L-L-O-W. And get free shipping on your order of $20 or more. Also, what was great about CircleBDiecast.com is that they're a military-owned and operated company. So make sure you check them out and all the cool diecast and NASCAR products that they have to offer. That's CircleBDiecast.com. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Jimmy Wags, coming at you live uh, for Off the Rails this week. I'm with my main man, my tire specialist, Rob Loves. What's up, Rob? How you doing, man? Greetings, everybody. Hello, Wags. Uh, I guess it's just the two of us this week. We're just going to have to handle our business, and we'll take care of it, and we'll just we'll just run with this show. And uh, and uh, Dado and Billy Bradley, they can they can sit in the stands and watch us watch us be stars here. I think they got lost in Kansas with Toto. Uh, so, uh, but hey, you know what? Uh, obviously, we, we we're gonna bring the heat uh, regardless. So uh, we'll we'll put leave those boys on the sidelines on the pup list, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll get it cracking, man. How was uh, how was your Kansas, man? I saw you and the boys, Dan and Lada Gang, and Newman uh, finished sixteenth. How was Kansas for you guys? Yeah, uh, it was uh, eventful. Um, and Kansas, you know, it, it's a it's a little bit different animal. Uh, lends itself to green flag racing there. Uh, those cautions at the end were really unexpected. And as far as impacting our day, it, uh, I mean, we caught some breaks there because um, we got behind the eight ball early with uh, that. Um, well, I think the official term is illegal body modification. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that caused a nice little penalty for us. They uh, posted the six. You know, and you hear it over the scanner, you know, post a six. And Newman asked over the radio, he was like, hey, what's the black flag for? And Scott was like, yeah, uh, we, um, you know, from that rub or whatever, you know, we pulled it out on the right side and they don't like the way we did it. So we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to come down and serve that penalty, blah, 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 get it fixed. So that put us down, put us down a lap. Um, and then, you know, green flag pit stops. 
we battled back from that, and we ended up yeah. um, we ended up waving around a couple times when you know it was either going to be hey we're going to be heroes here or we're just going to go another lap down because and I even uh, you know talking amongst the guys it was one of those things like look we're already in hell right now so you know we got to do something and we ended up you know between uh, some timely cautions waving around and a lucky dog we're able to get back on a lead lap I mean it was late in the race. Yeah, but we were, I mean, we we salvaged that and and uh, you know came you know mid pack finish, but compared to where we were because of the mishap, I mean, we're gonna take that and we'll go to the house with it and we're gonna yeah. you know go on the next week. I mean, it, that just that just shows you know, you can't you can't give up on everything. You can't just say oh well we're a lap down, we're two laps down, you know we're done for the day. You just have to. You have to keep working at it. You have to, and sometimes you have to take some chances, and sometimes they pay off. And, uh, you and know, we caught a couple breaks, and and it worked. It, you know, it worked out for us. That's that's one of the things. You know, I, I will say, obviously, uh, I, I respect about you know Ryan Newman is that uh, he won't give up, man. He'll turn a bad he'll turn a bad situation into a salvageable one, and that's why you guys are there knocking on the door in the playoffs. You know, every year because the guy just finds a way to you know, get you guys points, get you guys some solid finishes, and you're not getting those DNFs or, you know, finishing in the latter yeah. half, the 25th to, to 30th range uh, during the race. So that's why you guys are that's why you guys are there year in, year out, knocking on the door, trying to get in the playoffs. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to battle back right now. I mean, we're, I mean, we're still a decent way out. We've got a lot of work to do, um, but we just, you know, we got to make points and we got to be smart about it and, try to put ourselves in good positions for good finishes. Uh, yeah. We just have to be smart about it. I mean, we're what uh, coming into the, what, the 12th race of the year. Is that right? Yep. Um, so we're, what, almost halfway through the regular season. Regular season, yeah. So, I mean, you know, the clock's ticking, and we got to, you know, we got to gain some ground. And uh, it, it's just been, it's been a really uh, strange year, up and down year for us, you know, with some, Strange things happen and put us behind the eight ball and, you know, not getting breaks when we needed them. And when we are in a position to capitalize, we, we, we have it. So, I mean, there's still a lot of work to be done on our end, but, you know, we're not going to – we're there's no quitting us, and, and that's just the way we are. There's no quitting a driver either. I mean, Ryan Ryan is out there, and, he's you know, he's doing the job week in, week out. And, yeah, and he's frustrated too. He's frustrated like us when things – happen that can be controlled and I mean all you can do is just keep plugging away at it. Yeah, and and, and, and you hit on it, you know, you know, things may roll your way, things may not and you know, your teammate over there, uh, Chris Busher, uh, looks like you got they had a strategy play to, to stay out. They kinda of stayed out earlier on in the race and Tyler Reddick winds up having an uncontrolled tire. And uh typically NASCAR during the pit cycle if they have a situation where they have a tire that gets away from, from pit road, you know, they'll let the cycle play through and then call the caution. That way they doesn't kind of jumble up the race. But in this instance, uh, Bush and, and the guys decide to stretch a fuel run here. And uh, they waited 15 laps, man, to call this caution. And it's like, I, I'm saying to myself, like, how is this right? Like they're penalizing the 17 for, for, you know, playing a strategy. Um, right. Even even 47 somewhat, they they kind of played the strategy a little bit earlier on, staying out. 
and you know, like they manipulated the race. Like, I mean, like how you know, I don't know, man. Like, how, how you think? You, how did you feel seeing your teammate had to to go through that? Well, you know, we we saw that happen, and we're like, all right, Carson's coming out because I mean, that's the nature. You know, that's that's been the way things go. You know, that tire gets in the grass. And and it does pose a safety hazard somewhat. Yeah. Um, and in the past, you know, they'll – I mean, they might wait a lap or two during a pit cycle. And, if you know, and if somebody's, you know, betting long on, on a fuel run for a caution, you know, sometimes, you know, they'll get it. But the fact that they waited so long to throw the caution until everybody pitted and the cycle was through, um, in my opinion – I think that sets a dangerous precedent for yeah. future situations. Yeah, um, you're gonna have to for the simple fact, team, right? You, you right. Know. So, so let's just say, and 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 obviously that that's only going to take place at certain racetracks, you know, yeah. where like I'll give you an example, like this weekend in Darlington, um, there is no grass infield. There's a, a there's an outside wall protecting pit road for the racetrack, so you won't run into that. However, if your tire does get away and goes that far, it bounces off the wall, it lays in the middle of the pit road. Now that's a problem all the way around. Um, but let's just say uh, you go to you go to Vegas or you're or in Texas or Charlotte, and that same thing happens. Now, if you're in green flag cycle, um, and you call the caution right away, well, now you just contradicted yourself from what happened in Kansas. Right. Yeah. You know, so I, I think it sets a dangerous precedent there. I mean, you have to be – the biggest thing is is consistency, and I think right. that's what everybody wants to see. I mean, if you're – if that tire rolls into the grass and you call a caution when it happens, okay, you've got to do that every race. If yeah. you're going to wait till everybody cycles through and you're back to the original leader, then you've got to do that every race. You can't pick and choose when you throw that yellow for the same circumstance. Yeah. So I, mean, I, 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 kinda, I think it sets a dangerous precedent. I kind of – I look at it – I can also look at it – the side too from the race official uh that's calling the race right like i i get where the tire is you know it's the, mm-hmm. the kansas infield seems like it's a pretty big infield so yeah you know I, I look i know the likelihood of a car spinning down hitting that tire is probably slim to none but we've seen yeah. stranger things right <laughs> we've seen mark martin spin down pit road and basically rip his car in half hitting hitting the pit roll yeah. uh interior wall right we've seen we've yeah. seen some crazy stuff so yeah. you know i you know i agree with you on the consistency thing i i feel bad that it sucks because you know bush tried to play some strategy there and he could have been in front of it, it would have put a lot of guys a lap down those guys would have to take the wave around you know who's to say that you know they, they might have come out with a with a top 10 out of it you know yeah um it, it it that was tough to see, but uh, you know I, I think we all can agree that hey look if if they're consistent whether they call it within a couple laps of a cycle you know what hey if, if there's a guy that decides to stay right. out then you know hey then, they then good for him out. yeah exactly then good for him and exactly. the, and and the other thing is is you know they throw the, they throw the yellow they throw the yellow and they cite. And this is the other thing, it's the verbiage that was used that is kind of, you know, kind of off a little bit. It, it, you know, it, it kind, of, kind of sets a weird tone. And the verbiage is caution for a safety hazard tire on, you know, in the, gra- in the grass infield, in the ball field, they sometimes call it off right. a pit road. Well, 
if it's a if it's a safety concern, why wasn't it a right safety concern when it first happened? Right. Why is it a safety concern 15 laps later? Exactly. <laughs> you know, so so the verbiage there too kind of sets things up as far as uh, you know that's a little iffy. You know, so like I said, it, it it all goes back to consistency and it sets a precedent for future events as far as how it's going to be handled or because like I said. You're going to draw, you know, it's a consistency thing, and you're going to draw criticism. If you know, prime example, like I said, Charlotte has the same situation out there. You know, with no wall, uh, yeah. the only time there's a wall out our pit road is when we're road course racing there. It's so, roval, yeah. So yeah, right. When we do the roval, so that thing happens in a couple of weeks when we're in Charlotte, and they throw the yellow right off the bat. Well. That you know that draws criticism because people won't forget that stuff. You know the 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 yeah. fans won't forget that, and it'll draw criticism. And it'll what'll end up happening is exactly what you said, Jimmy. It'll be they are manipulating the race. Yeah, and look, you, you know, know, I not that and, I feel and, bad, and nobody yeah. wants that. Right, and not that I feel bad for the guy, but Kyle Larson basically he got screwed right because he was dominating that race. Yeah. Uh, and you know he uh, more than likely he would have went on probably to win that race because after stage one um, he was he was by far the class of the field. Uh, yeah. So that question out yeah. at the uh, Busher pit, and that changed the entire complexity of the race. You know we had a couple cautions, uh, guys, you know just rooting and gouging on restarts and just pushing it to the limit, and guys spinning out. You had. Uh, Christopher Bell get punted by the uh, the mm-hmm. 99, uh, got in the Ricky Stenhouse, um, and uh, both JTD Jordy cars got in the same wreck. Priest got wrecked in that in, in that situation, and uh, Kyle Larson uh, on the the last restart there winds up uh, losing a couple spots uh, and goes to push Ryan Blaney into turn one. Well, he never got off his bumper, and then they wrecked the both of them. Blaney saves it. I believe they finished yeah. like 19th and 21st. Um, it was just a wild and crazy, like, last, literally last 30 laps, man. And, and lo and behold, we get our chance to winner. Uh, KFB, Kyle Busch, gets it done. Uh, yeah. Now, last year, he didn't he didn't uh, advance to the, what, the round of eight, or was it the round of, I can't remember, round of eight. Uh, he winds up winning at Texas and uh, uh, wins for the 16th straight year. And then here we are early in the season, almost halfway through the season, and Kyle Busch got his, got his first win. So um, I, I think guys want to definitely uh, – we got, what, 10 winners and 11 races now? Yeah. Yeah, the only repeat winner is the 19. Yeah. Only so, repeat winner. And, and we still got guys like Harvick and Chase and Denny that haven't mm-hmm. won yet. Yeah. Yeah, that haven't won yet, and we're, we're heading into the 12th race of the season. Pretty big. Yeah, sir. So – uh, that's that. We'll put a bow on Kansas there. Obviously, we had some uh, some big news came out on Wednesday. Actually, it came out a few days before. I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but uh, somebody uh, had some some pretty revealing photos of uh, the new Chevrolet Camaro ZL1 and the new Ford uh, Mustang, and somehow it got posted on Twitter. Now it wasn't like a you know full HD version, right? Right. But you know we got a little preview of that. Uh, and then NASCAR held its official uh, press conference on Wednesday to announce the uh, Generation 7, the next-gen cars that uh, you all are going to be running in 2022. Uh, and uh, I-, I had to say, man, I-, I am I am 
aesthetic with how the cars look. Uh, I thought, you know, I would say I think they look even more stock. Uh, and then even the technology under the hood, you know, in the suspension, um, the things that they talked about, how it relates more towards the production cars. I thought mm-hmm. that was great, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to it, man. I think, uh, you know, I'm biased. I'm a Chevy fan. I'm a Bowtie Brigade guy for life. Obviously, uh, I got a new best friend in Team Toyota with the Camry yeah. and Bubba. But uh, that Ford Mustang, man, that Ford Mustang looks badass, dude. Yeah. Yeah, the Mustang the, the Mustang does look pretty good. Um, it does look and, pretty uh, good. Um, yes, sir. It'll it, it's it's going to be a different animal for sure. I mean, top to bottom, front to back. You know, come next year with that car, it's going to be a huge learning curve for everybody. A different look, uh, and I and I really believe it's going to change the style of racing as well. I I I think that the on track activity is going to change a lot. I, I mean, it remains to be seen. I mean, because nobody knows, but you right. know, it, it's going to be it's going to be a big learning curve. Yeah, I think uh, even, like, just listening to um, a lot of the OEMs and uh, what they talked about, you know, the accents, the cues, you know, the, the hood scoop on the Camaro, um, the, the vents on the, the hood of the uh, the Mustang were, were mm-hmm. awesome. They're, you know, even the rear of the car, the rear of the car looks like the street car, you know. And, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully they get back, you know, to more – it closer to being his production counterpart. I think one of the things I was really interested to hear, I watched a video on YouTube this week, is about um, the independent rear suspension. Um, mm-hmm. That coming into play. Um, obviously, we got the uh, sequential gearbox. Uh, we got the 18-inch tire, which it looked great, man. I thought, I thought you know, the tire looked really aggressive. The wheel looked good on the car. Um I think uh, they moved the driver a little bit more to the center for safety, uh, for safety reasons, obviously, uh, giving a little bit more space between the driver and the door. They added some, uh, I think, some more foam panels there. Um, and then obviously, we got the rear diffuser uh, in the rear of the car, which is hopefully supposed to help with that dreaded aero push. So I think all in all, man, I think the car looked great. Obviously, they, they raced it last night in the, uh, the iRacing Pro Invitational. Uh, last night, which, uh, by the way, uh, I know you didn't watch, but uh, Eric Jones wound up winning that thing. How about that? 43, uh, driving a throwback scheme for John Andretti. Uh, nice. And uh, it's what well, it's been, I don't know how many years it's been since the 43 has won at Darlington, but albeit a virtual Darlington raceway. But, uh, yeah, uh, here we go, man. We, we, uh, we come into one of my favorite tracks. Yeah, uh, on the circuit, it's definitely a NASCAR throwback. Uh, I I just I I get goosebumps just like I do when I go to Daytona when I go to to Darlington Raceway in uh, Darlington, South Carolina. Man, uh, are you going this week? It, no, no, I I gotta work. So <laughs> you got you got you got to take a week off from going racing. Yeah, I I you know <laughs> hey look, uh, went to Talladega a couple weeks ago and got yep. my heart broken. Obviously after a great uh-huh. run Bubba had and tough finish, but. Uh, you know, um, I, I didn't, I didn't put the request off in time enough, man. So I, I'll be missing Darlington this go around, but, uh, it's always going to be an exciting race at Darlington Raceway, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that track is definitely, you know, a, a really great racetrack because it, 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 you really have to, you really, that's one place where you really have to drive the pavement 
um, that I mean that that place was known for for being you know tough on tires and when they did the repave which I mean unfortunately you know all racetracks need to be repaved eventually I mean even mm-hmm. Atlanta is going to have to be repaved you know what I mean as, as yeah. fun as that place is right now I mean it has to happen eventually so when they did the repave it kind of took some things away but I I remember making the statement that it gained its character back a lot faster than a lot of repaves do. Yeah, and it did, man. And it's it really back did. because it, it's still that it's still you know it's back to being that racetrack where if you're out if you're out there running for five laps on the green, and the caution comes out, I mean you can you can try and gamble a little bit and you know and get some track position and hope for another quick caution and then come get tires and stuff like that. But I mean, tires are a big hitter there, big hitter. Yeah, um, I'm sure you're number you're the number one guy on crazy. the. Uh, I'm sure you're the number one guy on the uh, the call button. Uh, oh, <laughs> after yeah, it's a, it, it's a it, it's a it's a busy weekend for the tire for the tire specialists for sure. I mean, you, uh, we've got we've got 11 sets of good years for for a 400 mile race, um, and that's. I that mean, can that's, make it interesting, for real, to have yeah. that, tire, that, you know, that tire allotment, um, you know, because obviously guys are going to come down and get tires every time. Like, anytime there's a caution, oh, yeah. you're getting tires. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, t- tires are big. And that, and that's also another place where, and you know, and we have several of them, you know, through through, uh, through the schedule where you're not going to you're not gonna run that thing out of fuel because you're going to want tires before you're out of gas. Yeah. And all it takes, you know, and, and that's one of those races where you get into a longer green flag run. All it takes is one guy to come to pit road and you'll drag the rest of them down there. Yeah. You know, cause, I, cause the tire fall off is so big. You, uh, you, you, you know, once somebody puts tires on there, you got You're going to have to come behind them or you're going to get ate up. I mean, it's, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. And, uh, obviously last year, I think, well, we had two races at, uh, Darlington, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Um, uh, yes, we're back to two races there, which is going to be exciting. Um, and, and this race here, this race here, uh, it, it, it's, huh. I mean, we used to race there on Mother's Day weekend, but it was a Saturday race. And yeah. now if I recall, I, I could be wrong and somebody can correct me if they like, but I'm fairly certain this is the first time we have raced on actual Mother's Day. Mother's Day, yeah. That, without you know without weather in, interfering, without a weather interference, yeah. like a scheduled Mother's Day, which um, my own personal opinion is less than amazing. I would much rather – I mean, I, I would rather run Saturday night and be able to, you know, leave Darlington and – cruise right to my mom's house, right to my mom and dad's house, and, you know, spend Mother's Day with my mom. Yeah. Uh, and, but, you know, it, it, it's a price of poker. This is what we're doing, and, you know, this is where you got to be. So it's one of those things, and, and you know, you're just going to – we're just going to have to – you know, it's gonna, it, it sucks to race on actual Mother's Day because I don't think we've ever done it. But yeah. it, you know it is what it is, and it'll be fine. You know we're gonna go there. We're gonna run four. We're gonna run four hundred miles, and we're gonna you know we're gonna put on a good show. Yeah, I think the schedule is a, a, might be a little wacky in a sense too, because obviously you guys have those two weeks off, right? 
for the Olympics this year. I think it's in what yes. July August. or August. So that may that may throw it off a little bit with not having that early week you know, that, that week off for Mother's Day. But yeah, you're right. I can't this is the first time I remember them actually running on Mother's Day. I know they run on Father's Day before, uh yeah. you know, at Michigan. But you know, that's always that's that's, that's always a different thing though, you know, it's a different thing. Yeah. yeah. Um you know, obviously three races last year, uh Denny Hamlin uh won the uh the first uh the first race, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. No, it was the second race. Kevin Harvick won the first one because that was the first race back. Um, and uh, I remember uh, him just getting out the car, right? And he, like, he was just like, wow, this is crazy. Like, there's nobody here. There's no fans yeah. here. Um, and for him to say that, that just kind of put it all in perspective, man. It's like, wow, like, we're going through this pandemic. And, you know, and now we're, we're here a year later, uh, hopefully, you know, getting to the other side of things. Things seem to be going in the right direction with that, but uh, and then Denny Hamlin won the second race that got shortened by rain, and uh, it had a little uh, fireworks in that race, right? Uh, yeah. A, a guy that uh, calls himself the champion now uh, got wrecked by uh, Kyle Busch in that race, if I'm not mistaken. And we got a we got a little um, little bird action on TV uh, yeah. during that exchange, huh? Yes. Uh, it'll be, and you might see some more of it. I mean, that, you know, that place can bring out some tempers because you, you know, you're going pretty fast, uh, you know, daytime range, you know, that track, track can get hot, you know, and it's, and it's tough to drive anyway. So, you know, you put some temperature in that racetrack because we've raced there at night. So you put some temperature in that racetrack, you know, it could be some slipping and sliding, some stuff getting out of control. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, even just from my personal experience, just being there, it, it just, uh, you know, it brings it brings back the, you know, it gives you that true feel of it being it's NASCAR heritage, man. It's uh, I, I love that place. I love going to that track. There's nothing. There's really nothing else near it. <laughs> um, and uh, but uh, it absolutely is one of my favorite tracks on the circuit. Um, the corners, the way they they have to drive so close to the wall, they 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 yeah. literally inches away from the wall. Um, and, uh, with the tire degradation there, man, it just, it mm-hmm. makes for one of the absolute best races. I'm so happy that they've added a second race, you know, yeah. hopefully we can carry it. It's, carry it's, it's it. nice to go back there twice. Yeah. It, uh, I, I'm so happy that, that they're, they're going back. Cause obviously you know, we had some great races in the spring there. Obviously we had, uh, Ricky Craven and Kurt Busch side by yep. side to the line. One of the closest finishes in NASCAR history. Um, you know, it always, it always has some you know, fireworks there. Uh, I, I remember in my young days, even though I'm still young now, uh, Jeff Burton leading the Southern 500 there, and it starts raining. And he winds up pounding the wall, and uh, and uh, the caution comes out. Well, he's still leading the race. They bring him down pit road. The skies open up, and Jeff Burton wins the Southern 500. Jeff Gordon, um, you know, winning the million dollars there. Uh, uh, first person to, I guess, win the Winston Million since Bill Elliott did it. Um, you know, Dale Earnhardt had a lot of success at Darlington. Junior, not so much. I think, what, 2014, yeah. he was leading with, like, two to go, but he was on old tires, and Kevin Harvick yeah. basically said, see ya. Were, were you on yeah. Harv's team back then, or were you on? Were, were you with Junior? Uh, 2014, I was with Junior. Okay, yeah. 2014, so, I was with Junior. Um, 
I think and juniors, uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, obviously it's throwback weekend. Um, it's normally Southern doing the Southern 500, but with them adding the second race, they moved the throwback weekend up. Um, and Junior's taking uh, his uh, his dad's uh, Grand National Nova uh, to pace the field in the Xfinity race. So that should be that should be pretty cool uh, to see that thing. He had he, I think he's been restoring it what for like the last two years, and uh, he got to um, take it down to Charlotte to you know, make sure that the thing didn't have any leaks or anything. And um, he's going to pace the field at uh, at Darlington in that thing. On That'd Saturday. be pretty cool. That's yeah. going to be pretty cool. Hopefully he don't get black flagged, though, like Richie Petty did a couple, yeah. <laughs> a couple years ago. Richie yeah. Petty didn't want to uh, come off the track, and they wind up black flagging the king, man. Like, you can't black flag king. Come on. That's, That's pretty big. It's pretty funny, too. So, uh, you know, obviously. That's uh, pretty funny. You know, obviously, well, uh, you know, we won't we won't beat a dead horse, right? But uh, your boy, no. I mentioned it earlier in the show. Uh, actually, hold on. Before we get to that, I need I need I need to stop. Before we get to that, uh, with it being Throwback Weekend, um, favorite throwback scheme, man. Like, it could be a scheme that one of your drivers ran that you that you've seen, or um, you know, give oh. me give me a couple that you that that you like so far since they've been doing throwback. Uh, I mean. I have to like the one that we had on the 88 of the Great Ghost. I thought that was a really awesome-looking race car. Yeah, um, yeah I, I really like that one. Um, you know, some of the ones I've seen, I mean, like the, the Wood Brothers car is always, always pretty cool. You know, they, you know, they, they, they do some really nice stuff. Which um, they, they're actually not running. They 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 decided they're going to run their throwback at the Southern 500. <laughs> so yeah, um, which which, which I, I mean, think run, I I think it's cool. Yeah, which I think is cool they, because the, sub, a, the Southern 500 was a crown jewel anyway, for us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 they're you know their motorcraft car. I mean, is, is, you know, it's very simple. You know, and the, you know, there's there's beauty and simplicity. You know, and it's just yeah. a classic look and. You know, and they bring that they bring that most weeks. So you know, they they've always got it. You know, they've got that classy look. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of some. You know, there's been so many neat ones that I've seen, and and they, you know, the funny thing is, is they all it all starts to run together, and you forget who did what. You know, but yeah. I know I I've I've gotten away from when when we're heading to Darlington, and you know, everybody's putting up pictures on social media of their of the throwback schemes. But I don't want to look because I just like to get there. You know, when I get there, I like seeing what you know what's being pushed around the garage. It's like, oh man, that's pretty badass. You know, oh that's really cool. And oh man, I remember that car. You know, hey, I raced against. You know, I raced against that car earlier in my career. You know, stuff like that. You know, it's a. I like I said, I don't like this. I like to have a surprise when I walk in the garage. So you know, it'll be cool when we get there. Yeah, I I have to go obviously. With Junior's Great Ghost, that was pretty damn cool. Uh, I like Bubba's um, Petty STP throwback. Um, yeah. They had, like, a little thing where they had the car. It was all Petty Blue on, like, yeah. Friday and Saturday. And then they came out. They said, oh, we got an announcement. We got an announcement. STPs decided to come on board for the race. And they peeled off the, the neon red. And uh, that's, that's one of my favorites. Um, I love the uh, the William Byron from a couple years ago. He ran the City Chevrolet from Days of Thunder. Um, yeah, that's always one of my favorites to see that one. 
And uh, yeah, Sunday, sure. uh, Bubba's going to run a like a, a semi throwback to to Wendell Scott. He's going to run uh, Wendell Scott's uh, like powder blue uh, paint uh-huh. on the roof. Um, That'll be cool. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I love I love throwback weekend. I wish I could be there, um, but uh, it's always one of my favorite places to to go see a race for sure. Definitely, uh, definitely. So now let's let's get to the meat and potatoes right here, man. Because all right, let's know, do it. Uh, you know, I I don't like to gloat, but you know, no. I'm gonna bask I'm gonna bask in the uh, the ambience of excellence. Uh, Go ahead. Obviously, your boy, uh, everybody's favorite neighborhood backup Jackman Jimmy Wags has won two in a row in the pickup oh, section. Oh, love of Pete. Uh, I'm sorry if, if I didn't if I didn't come out correctly. I won two in a row in the pick'em segment. Um, and uh, pick'em last, by the way. You guys, you guys, you know. Yeah, but you, you, they, you know, pick'em pick last. last. I think pick'em last is better early in the season. Pick'em first uh-huh. is better late in the season. Late That's the season. my opinion. You know, That's you guys opinion. like, hey, you know what? You're not even earning points in this series. You haven't declared for this series. Uh, so you know what? Hey, you know what? I was like, okay, fine. You didn't want to give me uh, Harvick and Hamlin. You know what? I'll take. Uh, I think I took Bowman to win, and he had an uncharacteristic day on a mile and a half. He didn't really yeah. do anything, but uh, Kyle Busch came through with the dub for your yeah. boy. So um, I'm, I'm gonna give it to you because we got Billy's picks already. Uh, Billy's yeah. picks. Uh, oh, man, that on the sense is his pick, too. So, like, gosh. Um, yeah, and, and he, picked, he picked two He picked two non-winners. He picked two dark horses, which jams, which jams us up, if you think about it, because now you've got to search for a dark horse, you know. It's okay. It's okay. But, but uh, solid so, picks to buy the two of them. Yeah, so uh, Billy took Benny Hamlin as his winner. Uh, I'm sorry, he took Truex. He had to take Truex. Truex is his winner in the, in the 11. Yeah, Benny 11 is his dark, dark horse. horse. Um, uh, Dado, Dado. Uh, what a what a layup! He takes Kevin right? Harvick and right? uh, Chase Elliott. Like I mean, oh yeah, total strategy move by his oh, part there. Man. Like that was so hard to pick those two guys. Like oh my total God. strategy move. So, but uh, um, I, you want to go first, man? Or you? I mean, because I I prefer to go last again because I, I seem to have okay. all the momentum. So if 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 you want to go last, that's fine. I'll go. Um, I think, wow, um, I think I'm going to have to pick, the 18 is going to go back to back. Okay. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the 18 as a winner and, uh, whew, man, this is a tough road here. Um, man, uh, this is a tough one. Tough one, tough one, tough one. And it, it, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna take. Same guys seem to run good here all the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, golly. And I don't want to. I, I I hate picking out of our own stable, just because I you know I just don't want to put the kiss of death on our own race cars. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Um, golly. I'm I'm going through my head now. I'm like I'm actually in my head. I'm walking through the garage trying to figure out who I'm going to pick as a dark horse, but. Dan pulling that little move of his just jams things up. Yeah, man. Oh, gee whiz. Um, let's see. Everybody over Penske's won. Uh, nobody at Stuart Haas is won, right? 
Nope, nobody at house. You got so, Harvest off the board, but you got Amarola, Custer, and Briscoe at it's, yeah. uh, SHR. Yeah. Uh, I might I might have to go. You know what? I'm going to have to go with the 10 on this one. Okay. I'm going to go, go, I'm gonna have to go with Eric, Eric Amarola. I'm going to go with the 10. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. For the win, um, I'm going to roll with a guy that's won here before. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to go with Bad Brad. I'm going to go with Brad Keselowski as my winner. Nice pick. Nice pick. Um, dark horse, man. Dark horse. Uh, like, horse. I'm, I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards Tyler Reddick, but Tyler Reddick always seems. I'm going to steal a dadoism. He seems to step on his pecker uh, in races. Yeah. Obviously, last week he had the uh, uncontrolled tires. Um, yeah, and they were pretty fast. Yeah, they they were fine, man. If, they, they, they were in good no, position. If he hadn't no, uh, lost that tire, um, I think he, he could have been contending for the win. Um, so, you know what? To hell with it. Let's go. Tyler Reddick. I'm going Tyler right. Reddick as a dark horse. So, um, we'll, we'll run it down one more time. Uh, Billy takes um, Martin Tricks Jr. to win. Denny Hamlin as a dark horse. Uh who knows who Daddle decided. I think he took the nine as his winner and the four as his yeah. dark horse. Um, you got Kyle Busch as your winner and Eric Amarola as your dark horse. And uh, I'm taking Brad Kozlowski, and I'm going to take right. Tyler Reddy. So, right on. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there it is. You heard it here. I think uh, I think I'm a, I got, I feel confident. I'm going for three in a row, and I'm setting them up. So, I think uh, I'm feeling pretty good, man. Yeah, I think it's going. To, I think we're going to have a good show down there this weekend. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be I awesome. think so too, man. So uh, appreciate you joining me, Rob. You guys have a have a great race Please weekend. Hopefully, you guys can come out with a solid, solid top ten. It's not it's not a dub. And uh, yeah, thank you. And uh, you appreciate know, it. I think um, I think somebody said it earlier. Wags and loads. That sounds like a good cop show, man. You know, it does, doesn't like it? Keep, like keeping strong, <laughs> wags and loads. <laughs> coming out in the fall. Yeah, coming out this fall, 2021. We're shooting a pilot. Yeah, we we gotta go. We gotta go. Uh, we gotta go to the set now because uh, we're we're recording uh, the show right after this. So for Rob Logue, it's your boy Jimmy Wag, and uh, I'm dropping the hammer, and I'll catch you guys next time. That's right. See y'all. Appreciate it, Wag. All right, man. That's it, man. I appreciate it, buddy.